Hello and welcome to the 1 106th of the second photography podcast. It's just me again today. We're st- I'm still seeing how it goes. And today I'm talking very quickly about small things that make a big difference to portrait photography and doing your portrait photography. Most of my photography is portrait photography. That's the genre I like doing. And mostly I do it on location. And there are some big things that can make a difference and there are some small things that can make a difference. And today I'm going to talk about 10 small things that can make a big difference to your portraits. And you may or may not um, agree with me and that's fine. And you may think that what I think is a small thing is rather a big thing. Um, And what I think is a small thing is inconsequential. Um, The idea though is perhaps you might pick something up that is useful. So number one, and these are in no particular order whatsoever, is using shade. So when you use shade, or when you take a picture in shade, you get nice even light on your subject. If you take a picture in harsh sun, you're going to get some really harsh shadows and some harsh highlights. But if you take a picture in shade, then it's going to even everything out and it's going to give a much nicer portrait. Using reflectors is another thing that we can do to sort of even out the face. And that's my number two. So number two is using a reflector just to bounce a little bit more light onto the face. So what you can do when you're outside shooting a portrait is you've got to decide where your model is in relation to the sun. So if you have them facing the sun, then they'll be well illuminated, but we might have some harsh shadows and some harsh highlights on the face. If you turn them so that their back is to the sun, you're going to have a very nice rim light effect, um, which is really good. But then they're going to be slightly lower in brightness compared to the background. So one thing you can do is you can use a reflector just to reflect a little bit of light back onto that face. Um, And generally, you can get away with just using that for portraits. So reflectors are really good. Number three is using a small flash. And by a small flash, I mean not a... Obviously, you can use flash. I don't mean a tiny, tiny flash. I just mean a bit of flash. You could use a pop-up flash. You could put a flash on the hot shoe and just have something called fill-in flash just to, again, focus on the face, not overpower anything, but just bring up the brightness of the face. You could do it off camera if you wanted to, um, but now you're starting to get into having to carry much, much more equipment and it's getting more complicated. You could even, some of the cameras like the Fuji X100, has a really good built-in flash that does excellent fill-in flash. So you can just use a small camera like that if you want to, but fill-in flash works really well on portraits. At number four is an iPhone SD card reader. And of course, by this, I'm not talking exclusively about iPhone. Um, Whatever works for Android, I don't know, because I don't have an Android, I only have an iPhone. But what I find quite useful with my iPhone is I can put my SD card in the card reader, plug it into my iPhone, and I can import images as raw files. So I can do some really good editing on my iPhone and maybe show the model while I'm there, send them to the model, post them to Instagram, upload them to social media, or if I'm traveling back, I can do a little bit of editing and start to whittle my pictures down without having to use the back of the screen. Same applies for an iPad, etc. I find that's a really good thing to do. Number five is a good strap. I have two really good straps. I have a peak design strap that has um, lanyards and bits and bobs that fit onto all of my cameras. So I fitted all of my cameras 
with these sort of peak design attachments so I've got one strap and I can put it on any of my cameras and I've got a black rapid which I tend not to use so much because the last time I used it my camera fell off because it wasn't attached properly and it got a crack in so I wasn't too impressed with the black rapid but a good long strap enables the camera to dangle on your hip not around your neck makes it easier for working with and it just makes it less tiring and if you're carrying around a big DSLR and a big portrait lens um, those sort of small things like not having a tired neck and ease of carrying soon add up. Number six is a strange one because I'm calling it just carry less. Don't bring a light stand, don't bring three modifiers. I used to do this, I used to, I like using flash, I used to bring with me on a location portrait shoot one or two light stands, one or two modifiers, one or two flashes and I've sort of got into the philosophy of carry less so just have one camera, one lens, if you do use flash you have one flash and have one modifier and nothing else. Make sure your light, your mobile because otherwise you're going to wear yourself out, the model is going to be waiting around for a long time while you set things up and get things right. So just carry less, be light, be mobile and work quicker. Number seven is have a telephoto lens. So the different focal lengths of lenses give different, I'm going to say visual features. So a wide angle lens will look like it's stretching things, which is great for, works great on landscapes, but it sort of can give people a podgy face. Now I know you can do a bit of lens correction in Lightroom, but it's actually better just to use a telephoto lens. So a telephoto lens narrows the face and narrows the body. So if you, you the more telephoto you go, the more narrow your subject appears and it make and that's much more flattering um, for anyone really. So using a good telephoto lens, I'd recommend using a prime lens and using a fast prime so that you can get um, higher shutter speeds at lower ISOs and therefore reduce the look of blur. So anything really, and this is debatable, people have different views on this from a 50 to a 200 millimeter. Your classic sort of photographer's lens for this is a 70 to 200. Um, but that's really quite an expensive lens, especially the 2.8 version. So maybe just a few telephoto prime lenses. But again, Going back to my philosophy of carrying less and being light, just one telephoto lens would be good. Some, number eight is something that works really well um, for close-ups, which is a ring flash. So again, with my philosophy of carrying light, one flash goes on the hot shoe and I've got an, an attachment called a round flash, which just fits on the end and my lens pokes through and it produces a wonderful soft light that is really good for just getting headshots. It works ideally with a 50mm or an 85mm lens because obviously the further you have to back away the less light is going to hit your subject and if you get in close you get these lovely um, ring light effects in the eyes, catch lights maybe, call them ring lights or catch lights. So if you're using a 200mm you're probably too far away, this works best with 50 to 85mm. The other one is having a relaxed attitude and good communications prior to the shoot. 
because people will pose best and stand best and look best when they're relaxed. So if you're relaxed, your model will be relaxed. If you've sorted everything out in advance, your model and you will be relaxed. What you don't want to happen is the model turning up um, flustered, worried, or you turning up late, flustered, stressy, worried, because that's going to have an effect on your shoot. And actually that could have the biggest effect on your shoot compared to anything else, equipment or weather. You want a nice, relaxed atmosphere to get the best out of your model. And number 10 is plenty of rechargeable batteries, whether that is um, a USB power bank to charge your phone or to charge your camera, because some do. That's whether that's um, batteries for your flash, batteries for your camera. There is nothing worse than going to all the effort of organizing a shoot, getting there, getting the model there, only to find your batteries run out. And I, I did have this recently. I took, um, I did a portrait shoot and I traveled quite light and I just did it with my Fuji X100 and the telephoto lens adapter. And I brought some flat, I brought a flash with me and because it was a small flash, it ran off double, AAA batteries, not double A's. And because it was cold, they didn't work. And I had brought spares with me, but I got maybe one or two shots out of flash. And I got one or two shots out of the flash. And then it packed up and it stopped working. And it was incredibly annoying because when I got home, of course, the best shots were the ones with the flash. They looked much better than my other shots. So I was a little bit annoyed. Um, and looking back, I wish I bought a bigger flash because the bigger flashes that take four double A's rather than two triple A's always seem to work better. And in my experience, are always that little bit more reliable, have a longer output and are less troublesome. So I was really a bit gutted with that shoot. I still got some good images and I still got some good ones of flash, but um, yeah, always take spares, spare camera battery as well. Extend that shooting life. So those are 10 things, I th 10 small things I would say that I think can drastically improve your portrait photography. What do you think? Do try and leave a comment below on SoundCloud. Do try and leave a comment on Facebook and do let me know what you think. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.